0: Welcome, my friends, to Shaking the Salt with Dr. Peppers. At the end of the message, stay tuned if you want to contact me for any reason, including prayers. Thank you, and I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Here we go. Are you feeling absolutely exhausted, drained, just unable to do the simple things you ought to be able to do. And I don't mean just as a result of aging, because some of us, the older we get, the less we're able to do. But I'm a part of a group of women here, and when we do prayer requests, one of the things they always seem to include is, please pray that I will have more strength, that I will be emotionally stable, that I will have good health, my family, spirits lifted, soul body, all of these go together in one thing that I think most of us would realize is true. We can't take care of others if we can't even take care of ourselves. But you know what? Most of us would probably do that for family and friends, would actually give up part of our own time, energy, resources, ability, and even our health to help our friends and our family out when they need it, especially when they're going through a crisis. And I know that when I was having that horrible sciatic pain in my leg and I didn't feel like going to all of the cancer treatments with my husband, I never once complained. I would not even allow myself to say, I don't feel like going today, because what? Here he is going through radiation and treatments and these horrible shots and injections and surgery, and I would have the audacity to say, but my leg hurts. I can't go with you today. I never let on once. Now, I might have told him after the fact that I was hurting, but not during that time. So I know that there are certain exceptions to the rule, but for the most part, when we're going through our regular, normal, everyday events in life, most of us will feel, at times, very tired. We will feel out of sorts. We will feel angry. We will feel ups and downs. But for the most part in this life, we should be able to enjoy every day, at least most of it. And that's why God gives us the time to sleep, which many of us don't take advantage of. We want to stay up till one o'clock watching TV, have to get up and go to work or do something at 6 a.m. Are you kidding? You think you're going to feel good then? But for those of us on a regular schedule who, out of time, just seem emotionally drained, we've got to figure out why. What is it? And how do we get that strength? And how do we start living a balanced life, physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally, And, you know, if you're finding yourself losing your temper more than any time before, if you get really upset because you or one of your loved ones makes a mistake, if you find yourself crying or feeling disappointment over something that you shouldn't have, or especially when you're just finding yourself for no reason at all wondering what you're even here for, let me tell you something. God wants you to know that he has great plans for your life. He will never give you more than you're able to bear. He will make sure that you can be confident in what he calls you to do, because if it's something that you aren't being able to accomplish, you better step back and just think, did God really tell me to do this? I love Philippians 4.13 because I know things changed for me when I became a Christian. I can do all things through him who strengthens and you could also say empowers me to fulfill the purpose that he has for me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, is the way it is stated. Through Christ who strengthens me. Where does your strength come from? Through Christ, if you don't have strength, it may be because you're trying to do it on your own, or maybe you're just relying on somebody else and they can't do it any better than you can. Many times when I was teaching, I would have to just stop in the middle of doing a lesson and put my head in the file drawer and pray. I did that many times, and sometimes I could make it till between classes, or especially on my conference hour where I would have the planning time off, and if I could make it you know, until I was able to even go home from school that day. But a lot of people can't. And that's why so many of my teachers would brag about, boy, I can't wait to get out of here. I'm going to go throw down a few cold ones and pop a couple of these pills, and I'm doing this and that. And if you aren't able to do something on your own, why would you rely on just drugs and alcohol to give you the strength when you can have all the strength and joy and peace and all of those beautiful fruits of the Spirit that only He can give? So that's what I'm encouraging you with, my friend. Find time today, even if it's one minute out of every hour, to just pray. Before you go to bed, you'll have had at least 10 to 15 minutes of prayer. Isn't that great? If you haven't been able to do a Bible study or prayer time, my husband and I didn't when we were both working. I had to be at school for a zero-hour class at literally 6.20 in the morning. Who would ever want that schedule? Kids weren't up to it, and neither was I, especially when it was a theater class. But I do know that because I had to be there so early, I didn't see my husband before I left and then when he got up to go to work like to be there at 7:30 or 8 he would work the full hours but I still had either radio when I was doing that for 3 hours after school or when I was teaching at Webster for 3 hours or when I would come and do the plays and musicals after school and sometimes after radio I didn't see him until I would get home at 10 o'clock at night and I would just want to plunk into bed and barely have time to sleep while he said, can't we just watch something on TV? I kept you some dinner out and I felt really guilty so I would eat even if I had eaten before and that didn't do me any good. But we can get into vicious cycles or good cycles. We can get on a regular basis of making time for what we think we don't have time to make time for. Does that make sense? So now that my husband and I are retired, we can sleep till nine o'clock in the morning, unless it's a morning that we're doing radio or we have events or he's working at the food pantry at church. And those are regular days too. Church is a regular day. But at least four out of the seven days, we can have a regular Bible study time together. And that's always at least an hour, sometimes more. We have the particular book in the Bible we've been studying. We have others that we like to listen to for commentary on the side. We sometimes play a hymn. We say, hey, Alexa, play Amazing Grace or something to that effect. And then sometimes... Here she goes. She's already praying. (laughs) I'm going to leave this on here because I asked her to play it and she's going to play it. So good. I will turn that down. But that's what the one thing is that we always keep constant. We open and close each day with prayer. It may be a short day, it may be a long day. It may be no time for Bible study and prayer before church, but we do at church. And if you can take time for a nap, if you're in your 70s, 80s, and 90s, and you can get a nap in, oh my, oh my, we love a good nap here and there. I'm sure when we get in our 80s or 90s, we'll probably want a nap every day. I know my mom and dad both did, and mama still does. She'll come and eat her oatmeal and take her pills, and then she'll want her little afternoon nap. I think my sister even does that too. But right now, we are at the stage in our life where we have maybe 10 good energetic years. And I don't want to waste them. I want to reap all of the joy out of this life that God intended for me to have. I want to help others along the way with all of the strength God gives me. I want to be physically, mentally, and spiritually alert and able. We're planning a trip right now to Northern Europe, and it's going to be about three weeks, and we're questioning, will we have the stamina? Well, we're pretty well ready to sign and seal the deal with our lovely travel agent, Miss Lisa. Thank you, Lisa. And so we're praying that we will have that strength. I would ask you to pray that we would as well. And my friend, whatever it is you need strength for, another good friend of ours is having the celebration of life for her husband, Paul, this coming Friday. And we certainly will be there for that. We've been taking her in some food. We uh, picked her up and took her to one of the Heart Sisters meetings the other day. Her sister has come to stay with her, which is great. God always supplies somebody to be able to be there for you. And as long as you are able for you to be there for somebody. But if you're not able, if it's causing you grief and strife and sorrow and anger and crying, then it's not worth it. And that is not what God would want you to do. So I know there are some exceptions to that, but for the most part, seek him, ask him, Lord, what would you have me to do? And he will make it clear that he will close a door and open another one, or he will keep one door open and you'll find the strength for it. Whatever it is, thank him for that strength and stamina. And above all else, thank him that on this lifetime, right here on earth, he will allow us to accomplish and do all that he has called us to do if we stay in his will and seek his face. And for the next beautiful phase, which is forever in eternity, we won't even worry about it. We won't have these bodies that are wearing out, these minds that are growing old, these strength and stamina times where we feel like we can't go on. We will have every day, every minute, no time in heaven at all, just rejoicing and praising and loving and thanking and glorifying. And I don't know about you, but heaven can wait until God. God's specific time. But when he's ready, thank you, God. Hallelujah. I'm ready. God, I pray for the one right now that's going through a very grueling time, whether they're physically in pain, whether they don't have the strength and the stamina for what it is you would have them to do. Then, Lord, I pray that you will give them that strength and stamina because you are the only one that really can. Help them to know that what they should do and could do will be a time of maybe testing in their spirit, but not in their body and mind because, God, you will only allow them. to do what they can. Thank you that you have promised to never leave us nor forsake us, that you will be there and stick closer than a brother. Thank you for this time around on this face of this earth, God, until we are with you forever. You have already made the plans out that you would have for us, plans to prosper us, not to harm us, plans to give us a blessed future and a hope. You've promised us that in Jeremiah 29 11, and I cling to that scripture among all of the others, God. Thank you. And we pray this, and I pray for my friend listening. Comfort them. Strengthen them. Encourage them as only you can. In Jesus' name. God bless you, my brothers and sisters. Thanks for listening again today. I'm Dr. Peppers, Shaking the Salt. Thanks for staying on, my friend. If you would like to contact me, visit saltandlightministry.com.